Hello, everyone. It's Michael Martin. Thanks for being here. It's happy Friday. So when you're kind of determining which hat you're going to wear, because sometimes you could wear both, you can have a trading account, you can have an investment account. How you manage that is probably something you have to evolve to. I think it's very difficult to do both very well at the same time. And the folks that I know who do that started in one way or the other, and they learned to be an investment advisor, buy and holder against their trading account, or they had a big investment account. And as their speculative aspects grew, because they had the money, then they learned how to manage risk there. So I think it is possible to do both and to make money at both. Uh, I don't think you can start doing both at the same time, just my humble opinion. How do you get there yourself? Well, Again, I'll come back Friday. I like to talk about goals and planning and all that kind of coaching-related stuff. And that is you need to know where you want to go ahead of time because having that down helps you figure out what your behavior is and your behavior predicts where you end up. You can't control the markets, but you can control your overlay. You can control what your process is otherwise on top of the instruments which are going to move regardless of whether you own them or not or short them or not, right? So I think people need to start and take a step back, and they almost never do this. They always jump in head first because that seems to be the American way, so to speak, is just have the balls to do it. Well, certainly one way to do it, but I have found that if you take a moment of pause and you think things out and you map out what your goals are and then what you're willing to do behaviorally to get those goals done, you're going to get there a lot quicker because, again, you have time and money in terms of cost and inputs, and then you have the opportunity cost, which is always there. And a person who has clear goals and writes those goals down, carries those goals with them to remind themselves so they're always in the forefront of their mind, they tend to be very, very productive people. They can take on many, many different things in their lives and do well at all of them because they have this hyper-clarity about their behavior. Never a moment goes by where they're not conjugating like, why am I standing here in this conversation where it's not going to help me as a human being? Why am I engaged in a shouting match on Twitter when it doesn't help me hit my goals? Why am I not spending time you know, with my family when I'm killing time doing inefficient things professionally? What am I avoiding? Am I doing that deliberately? Or why am I actually trading and trying to manage money in retirement because I'm just bored stiff and I don't know what else to do. And my wife or partner wants me out of the house. Right, so people can find themselves in all types of situations, right? Nothing wrong with it. But I think, again, you get better results if you're honest with yourself and you get to paint paint your own picture. You, you got your own canvas. You can even sketch on the canvas. You should jason the thing first. Then you've got a good primer. Then you can sketch an outline then you can start applying color. But the point is, is that you have a roadmap. You have a, you know, you have an idea of where you want to go and then you start taking the massive immediate action towards it. Even if it's 10 minutes to five on Friday, start to hit your goals. Don't delay. And if you don't start, that's okay too, but it tells you something about the relative strength of how committed you are to hitting your goals. If you don't start immediately. What is the inhibition telling you? What feeling do you feel when you feel inhibited or when you feel like it's okay to give yourself permission to not start winning right now? 
how do you come to this point in your life where you let yourself off the hook? I'll give you another one. How do you let yourself off the hook when you hold other people to a different standard and you become very, very demanding? You know what that person's called? That's right, an asshole. Don't do business with those people. So learn about your own behavior, right? Because it teaches you a lot. It tells you like, am I really interested in this? Do I really have the passion? Because it's going to be very hard to continue to grow your money if you lose your passion. doesn't matter if you've got several hundred million in assets. If you've lost your passion, you're going to get those kinds of results. You're going to be dispassionate. So find a way to get the fire, right? Lots of ways to do it. Sometimes it's going outside of the work and finding new interests. Mentioned, you know, music, right? Take up an instrument or go back to one that you've played. You know, you can get into art. There's a million ways to do it, and it's not that expensive. You can get great. You can get a good, a decent guitar. Everything's less than a thousand bucks. A decent guitar that stays in tune. You can even get a cheap little practice amp and put the headphones on and just sit there and play. Learn new modes. Learn new scales. Learn how to play triplets and and quadruplets and septuplets. You know, against whatever, right? Just try to challenge yourself because it'll open your mind to new things, right? Artwork, my goodness, there's a million things. You can go to any place. You can go to Amazon and get sketchbooks, colored pencils. You can get oil pastels, oil pigment sticks. You can get friggin' oil paints, although they're a pain in the ass because you got to clean it and the turpentine's nasty. You can go acrylics, right? You can get yourself an easel. You can build your own canvases. You can prime them. You can buy rolls. I mean... All of this stuff can kind of add to the color of your own, pardon the expression, palette of your life. It gives it more meaning. So now you know you've got, you know, what does your work in the markets add up to? It gives your life context because maybe it helps you afford to do the things that you really like to do. Right? You can start mountain climbing. You can go on expeditions. You can... You can go on long hikes. You can, you know, do that kind of stuff and keep track and start logging miles or go, you know, travel and, you know, visit those types of places and go on those scenic hikes there and just check it down in your book that you have all these places that you want to see. Well, those trips have to be funded. How are they going to be funded? Well, from your trading and your investment stuff. Who are you going to go with? Good friends, family members, people you love. It gives richness to your life, right? So these things are things that almost have nothing to do with whether or not you bought Tesla at 100, 300, 450. But on some level, it does give you context so that you can kind of gauge your behavior. What is it that you're willing to do to have the other things in your life? Well, again, I always ask the person, how does managing risk serve you? you know, what purpose does it provide for you in your life? Some people have enough money, they're actually, you know, building up assets for unborn grandchildren. I mean, you can think about these things. It depends what it means to you. There's no rules. You get to make the rules up. It's up to you. That's what's so great about it, is that buying and selling instruments, it's largely banal, right? It's kind of stupid when you think about it, the process, like sending an email. You got to populate a bunch of fields and hit go hit sent, and then something happens. So it's not, you know, I don't think it's glamorous. I don't think there's necessarily any sex appeal to it. It just is what it is. 
but if you attach meaning to it or the results of your process, what the, what will the results of your process mean for you in other parts of your life so that you're, you have a very well-rounded life that's full of happiness and joy and financial abundance and love and all the other things that might be important to you? Maybe you want to afford, you know, a great collection of single malt scotches and fancy tequilas and a wine collection and a bunch of long filler, you know, cigars and have great, you know, you're a gourmand and you want to either cook the meals yourself or have people over and have chef prepare meals for you at your own place and have long weekends with the people who are close to you and celebrate life that way. You know, you can really get crazy with it. All right, that's the beauty of it. Anyway, just food for thought for the weekend. You'll have some downtime. If you don't want to do that, you can listen to the audiobook version of The Inner Voice of Trading and uh, or not. If you want it, it's free, Martin Chronicle. Up to you. Happy to give it away. Um, that's it, though. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday.